Thank you all for tuning in to the Your Edge podcast. I'm Lauren Swanson, External Communications Intern at Zebra Technologies. I'm thrilled to be joined today by some of my fellow interns, Natalie Koenig and Nicole Hurwitz. <laughs> if you follow the Your Edge blog and podcast, you may recognize Natalie and Nicole as both interned with Zebra last summer and joined Therese Van Ryan for our Intern Day episode last July. While Natalie is back working with the same software engineering team as last summer, Nicole had the opportunity to move from the sales operations team to the HR team this year. So I thought it would be good to check back in with them to see how this summer's experiences compares to last year's. Thank you both so much for joining me today and being willing to give us an inside look at your roles here at Zebra. Happy to be here. Thank you. Thrilled to be talking with you. We have got quite a few exciting topics we are going to touch on today, including the biggest differences between remote and in-person internships, the types of projects that interns get to work on, and advice for those of you who are looking to forward your first internship or looking for a different type of internship experience. So let's just start off by talking about why you both chose to return to Zebra this summer instead of looking for internship opportunities with other companies. Natalie, you wanna kick it off first? Yeah, sure. So a big reason why I chose to return to Zebra this summer is because I felt that last summer it was technically challenging. So I really learned a lot, but it was also amazing to get so many different opportunities to talk to uh, people in management that I wouldn't get the opportunity to talk to at other companies. I also loved the uh, really in-depth intern experience where we got to meet each other and I just wanted to get the opportunity to meet the wonderful team I worked with last year in person and get to know everyone at Zebra a little bit better. Yeah, that's great. So, Nicole, you made quite significant moves within the company. So why did you decide to go into a different direction this summer and how have your experiences compared? Yeah, so I'd like to mimic what Natalie said. A lot of the reason why I came back was being able to take part in different projects with different teams. And that's actually part of the reason why I'm in my position today with the HR business partner team. So last summer I was working with the sales operations team, worked a lot on revamping different sales job aids and training materials, performed some mass audits in salesforce.com for data visibility purposes, was actually taking part on the circular economy program and identifying buyback, rental and resale opportunities for the sales organization. So I got a lot of great exposure and a lot of different projects just in that role itself. But I knew when I went back to school after that internship, when I was pursuing my MBA, I took some courses in HR um, because I had studied psychology in my bachelor's degree. And so when I was able to take those courses, I saw an immediate connection between psychology and business. And I love helping people, you know, solving different problems such as Natalie. And so I actually got the opportunity to be invited and apply for the HR business partner intern this summer. and. Ever since I've been in this role, my manager has been super supportive and has given me a multitude of learning opportunities to really grow. And that's enabled me to grow more confident in the HR space and build upon that exposure. So I'm very happy where I am now. Yeah, that's great. I think, you know, I think that Zebra has a lot of really great opportunities, whether you're returning or not. And I know that with my, this is my first year interning, and I just tell everybody that I think I set the bar really high in choosing Zebra first. So Natalie, I know you were majoring in software engineering with a minor in robotics, which is kind of aligned with your current role here at Zebra over the summer. 
But Nicole, your undergrad degree was in psychology and your concentration was in marketing. And I know that you just recently graduated with your MBA. So your internships have been in sales and operations in HR. So I'm curious, how have your studies complemented your work here at Zebra? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, if you look at my resume or just any of my work experience, I seem to be all over the map, like you said, from sales and marketing, operations, HR, even some business development and strategy internships I've done in the past. And all of those internships, in addition to my coursework, as I said, I was, you know, especially through my MBA program, I was exposed to finance and accounting, tech innovation, marketing, and of course, HR. And being able to tie that with all of what I've learned from my psychology courses the first four years of college, you know, I found that perfect sweet spot of what I loved about psychology and what I loved about business. And in addition to my experiences, all of that accumulated into giving me a clear path of what I would like to do. And each of those internships and each of those classes that I took, I took bits and pieces that really resonated with me most. And Like I said, a lot of what I'm doing today is working with teams, working with people, being able to understand where they're coming from, being empathetic. And like I said, it's a combination of strong business acumen, but also being able to relate and build relationships with people. Absolutely. And I I think that, you know, I love the variety of background that you have. And I just love how psychology is so versatile. You can really do anything with it, which I really like. So kind of to transition, I understand last year's internship class worked entirely from home, but that you both are now working from an office at Zebra a few days each week. So what is it like to work in the hybrid model? And have you been exposed to opportunities you might not have had while working remotely? For me, I think the biggest difference I've noticed and something I did last summer was I focused on taking any opportunity that came my way. When it came to the podcast, just like this one last summer, I jumped on the opportunity and I really tried to get involved in every aspect that I could. I think the biggest difference that I've noticed is being able to make those connections in person and build opportunities for myself as well as taking the ones that are provided to me. So it's been really different because I've just had opportunities to, you know, going to grab coffee from downstairs and starting up a conversation with an employee who I haven't met before. And that has really built well because I've been able to take those intern events, take those chances to meet employees that are not in my department and really make those connections and get to meet up in person. And that has been fantastic because it's really improved uh, my relationship with people in other departments. I've gotten to know more of them, but I've also been able to share my knowledge from both school and my volunteering experience to work with people at Zebra in different departments and try and share what I know and improve zebras actual work absolutely nicole what about you yeah of course so very similar to natalie you know being strictly remote last summer i wanted to you know get my name out there be as visible as possible so just like natalie trying to seek out and take advantage of any opportunity that came our way big or small and now being in this hybrid model i mean i absolutely love it i definitely see that as the way of the future my manager has been super flexible just like with everyone else at this company with the hybrid model i've been able like natalie to build connections with people that i probably wouldn't have otherwise if i was strictly remote again you know i love the opportunity to be able to 
turn my head to the left or to the right and I'm able to strike up a conversation with someone rather than either send them an email. I just love the genuine connection building that the hybrid model has given as well as that flexibility of, okay, some days maybe you feel like more, uh, working most efficiently from home and other days you really want those in-person discussions because those in itself have a lot of value. And as Natalie said, the information sharing, of course, it, like I said, the way of the future and I've built a lot of really amazing relationships and taken advantage of opportunities much bigger than I could have ever imagined if I was strictly remote again. I completely agree with the both of you and I think that you guys both put that really well. I know that I've definitely enjoyed the hybrid approach just because I get to have that good balance of being at home but also having the opportunities to work in person as well. So now that you've both experienced working with teams remotely and in person, what would you prefer and why? So I would definitely say, you know, having the experience of fully remote and now having the experience of hybrid. And I've had experiences where it's fully in person. So I've kind of done all three formats. I see a lot of value in each of them. And the trickiest part of it, you know, like I said, it's adapting to a relatively new lifestyle, especially with this internship. You know, you come in on the first day and you're trying to absorb everything because you're not very much used to it, or at least you thought you were being fully remote and now it's almost like a whole other world. And overall, I mean, I've been able, like I said, to take advantage of opportunities that maybe wouldn't have been presented to me if I was fully remote. I want to give a shout out to my standing desk, which I really appreciate and love about the coming in person and building those relationships. It was definitely an adjustment coming from fully remote to fully in person and now in this hybrid model, but I believe it's given me that trait of being adaptable and agile, which I know is one of Zebra's values and I think will allow me to be the most successful and effective in my work going forward. Absolutely. And I will say, I am definitely jealous of anyone who has a standing desk. I really want one. Natalie, what about you? It's interesting being a software engineer because realistically, all my work can be done from home. But if I'm being honest, I love going in so much more. It's a much more personal experience. It's fantastic because a lot of my work is closely tied to other members on my team. I'm doing a lot of web application work. It's an internal web application for the company. And so because of that, I'm working a lot closely with the person on my team who's managing the database side of things. I'm working a lot with my mentor. And it is fantastic to be able to just hook my head up over my desk, right over the wall. My mentor is in the desk opposite of me, being able to ask quick questions and just get clarification that much quicker. But it's also been great, you know, I get that bonding experience, getting to talk to those on my team and outside of my team who I wouldn't get to if things were remote. I also have been taking advantage of the Z Club at the Lincolnshire location, which is like a little workout facility down in the basement. And it's great because I've even made friends there with both the ladies who run it and some of my coworkers that I see working out down there as well. So it's just fantastic to be able to come in person. I still do interact with some, someone on my team is actually working out of India. So it's still a lot of remote work, but at the same time, being able to interact in person, get those questions answered quickly and get to chat about what other people are working on has been absolutely amazing. And I definitely prefer it. Absolutely. I totally agree. Natalie, if you want to start the next one off, what would you say is the best thing about working remotely? 
I'd say my favorite thing about working remotely is I don't have to worry about the commute, so I can wake up about 15 <laughs> minutes before my shift and immediately jump right into working. But um, I still, it's it's a little tricky, but I do like coming in, though I'm glad for the extra sleep on the days that I do work remotely. Totally agree. Nicole, what about you? Yeah, definitely the same as Natalie. You know, when I was thinking about this, you know, not having to worry about fighting traffic or waking up super early to make sure that you uh, arrive at work on time. But also, I love the convenience factor of being able to hop in and out of meetings very seamlessly because it's all online, of course. And to be honest, remote work actually allowed me and having virtual meetings actually allowed me to grow more comfortable speaking with people at all different levels of the company. There was something about, <laughs> I guess, the computer interaction, the screen interaction that, you know, allowed me to kind of grow out of my comfort zone. And now being in person, I feel comfortable speaking to anyone and everyone. So remote work definitely has its benefits. And I know people, especially at Zebra, we have such a flexible schedule being hybrid and having that remote work and being able to have that flexibility throughout the day with your hours, you know, has so many perks to it, which is why it's an integral part of the work-life balance here as well. Absolutely. And then kind of going back to Nicole, what would you say the hardest thing about working remotely is or was? So I know we kind of alluded to this already, but I would say the trickiest thing was and similar to what Natalie said, is the hardest thing about working remotely is if you needed instant feedback or you needed a response really fast, it will take time and or will lag by sending an email or waiting for an IM to come back um, because you don't know everyone's schedules. And so when you're in person, you know, you can see who's busy, who's available and be able to just get an answer within five seconds or even a minute versus virtual. You when you, I feel like those genuine relationships, while you can build them to some extent, you can't really tap into the people, especially when you just see them casually walk by. But getting that instant feedback or getting those quick answers when you need them is a little tricky in that remote environment. Yeah, I think that was really well put. I definitely agree with that. Natalie, what about you? Yeah, I definitely, it's a similar kind of vibe where uh, it's hard to get communication instantaneous like it is in person. For me, you know, I when I've been building these opportunities for myself, reaching out to acquisitions, reaching out to the volunteer side of Zebra, it's a lot easier to set up a meeting and be able to talk about it in person. Whereas when things were virtual, it was a lot more like almost a email tag where I would send an email and then I'd get a response, but it'd be towards the end of the day. So I can't respond until it like tomorrow. So it's it's difficult, but it's still doable. But for sure, I think I prefer meeting in person, getting that addressed and not having to worry about responding and getting responses uh, within the time that you're working. Yeah, definitely. You just got to love those long email chains. So going back to Natalie, we kind of touched on it, but was there anything that was unexpectedly easy or hard about coming into the office this year? I'd say the unexpectedly easy part was making those connections with those outside my team. It's definitely still possible remotely, but I absolutely love finding how easy it was to strike up a conversation. I even had one instance where uh, I was filling up my water bottle on the second floor with the engineering team. And I ended up striking up a conversation with another gentleman who is working as a quality assurance engineer. 
And it was fantastic because we ended up just talking about a class I take in software quality assurance. And he was just talking about what he worked on. And I recognized a lot of it from my classes and I got really excited. And it's so nice because then, you know, Zebra employees are so friendly and just having that nice conversation, being able to chat about what I knew, he was immediately offered like, oh, if you ever have any questions or you want to see what I do, feel free to stop by my office like or come by my desk and I'll show you what I'm working on. And I absolutely love that. And it's been great to build those connections in the smallest ways. Yeah, that's great to hear. I just I one of my favorite things also is just those small, meaningful conversations that you have with anyone at the office. And then, Nicole, what about you? Yeah, for sure. Very similar to Natalie. You know, I'm a very social person, you know, whether it's a high or in-depth conversation, you know, I I strive to have those and I find a lot of value in those. So that was a huge motivator for me coming into the office every day is knowing that I'd be able to speak to so many different people, meet new people who can provide brand new, unique insights. And for me to also get my face out there and have people be familiar with me as well, that's definitely helped and been an easy part about coming into the office. I would say I'm very fortunate in the sense that I only live about 15, 20 minutes away from the Holtzville office. So my commute you know, it's relatively short, I know, to some other people. So it was definitely very easy to come into the office, especially because I was working on campus at Stony Brook last year. You know, having that commute, they're about the same distance away from where I live. So I was very fortunate in that aspect. Definitely. Yeah, I totally agree with that. How do you feel the two very different experiences, obviously, will help you throughout your career in the future? Nicole, if you want to start? Yeah, of course. So, you know, as I kind of alluded to before, being fully remote and now having this hybrid model, it has taught me to be agile and adaptable. And that's, you know, a skill set or characteristics that will carry over and help me be the most effective in future opportunities as well. Having both of these experiences has made me more comfortable speaking with people at all levels of the organization, whether it's other interns all the way up to, you know, senior leaders as well. I now better understand what it takes to build and maintain relationships as well, especially being remote, you know, may require a bit more effort than it is in person because you're casually walking by other people. It's easier to strike up a conversation with someone brand new versus if you're remote and you have to reach out and set up a meeting. So I definitely see or better understand the value in in in-person conversations and in-person interaction as well. But You know, I've been given projects where I have to work in large teams, big and small, but also working autonomously. So having all of that together will, like I said, help me be very effective and add a lot of value wherever I go in the future. Definitely. Natalie, and how about you? For me, I think having both the remote and the in-person experience has actually built up my confidence uh, with my ability to really show who I am as a person. I'm very passionate about robotics, software engineering, and volunteering. And for me, when I came back here in person, there were so many either management people or people on my own team that recognized me, that remembered me. Even I had some interns from last year who remembered me uh, because of the questions I asked in the larger group discussions with management. So it really built a lot of confidence for me because it's very important 
that I show who I am as a person and show how passionate I am about what I do. So it built my confidence with my ability to make those connections, to shine through uh, the camera on the laptop and show who I am as a person and what I care about, what I'm passionate about. So I think those will help me with my career because I really want to carry that with me wherever I end up going, hopefully here at Zebra. But I, it's something I want to carry with me, both my leadership skills and my ability to convey how passionate I am about STEM, volunteering, and robotics. Yeah, absolutely. And Natalie, I know you just kind of touched on it, but what are your long-term career ambitions or at least goals for the next couple of years? Definitely some big goals of mine is I absolutely love leadership and project management. I had the opportunity this past year at school to take a software project management course, and that definitely lit a fire in me, kind of reignited that passion for leadership and project management. So I would love to get the opportunity to really expand on my goals. The internship for this year has been great because I've been able to apply those skills with our uh, intern innovation project. But in the future, I'd love, love, love a leadership role. And I'm trying to build connections so that I can share my love for volunteering and knowledge on STEM teaching to kids so that I can carry those ambitions and help Zebra grow their aspect of volunteering. But I guess my long-term career ambitions is I'd like to be doing something with robotics more. Um, my current role is mostly web development, app development, and API work. So I'd love to either expand it so that I'm working on robotics at work or continue to explore my passion for it on the side. Yeah, that's great to hear. What about you, Nicole? Yep. So, <laughs> you know, this is an interesting conversation or question for me because I've had so many different experiences in so many different areas of business. But what I really love about this internship is it's enabled me to really solidify my passion for HR. And for the longest time, I've always known I wanted to help people. I wanted to be in a position as Natalie to be a people leader and share my insight and help develop others, inspire them as well. So, you know, making meaningful differences at an organization for me is crucial, as well as leading others. More specific to the role itself, I definitely plan to stay within HR, gain as much experience as possible, meet and build relationships with other people in this space as well. But like I said, that long-term goal of mine is to eventually become a people leader, you know, have a team that I can inspire and help grow. That's always been a goal of mine and will forever be that. Definitely. And quite honestly, I could see either of you in a leadership role wherever you end up. Nicole, if you want to start with this one, if you could give one piece of advice to someone seeking an internship, what would it be? The two things that come to me is one that I've started to learn more about recently. But, you know, if if you're looking at job descriptions online and you don't you know, maybe you don't meet 100% of the qualifications, but let's say you meet 60% or even more, I would apply, you know, shoot your shot. A lot of us nowadays, um, and I know there's statistics out there, especially about females, that if we don't tick off one of the boxes, we don't apply. And, you know, I've been in an experience where, yes, that was my mentality, but ever since I started to kind of get out of that mind, you know, that thinking, it's 
opened many doors for me. And so I would say that's one piece of advice is don't be deterred if you don't meet 100% of the qualifications listed on a job description. But for me, I bounced around in a lot of different areas of business and through multiple internships. And what's crucial about me for internships is take advantage of the time that you're there. You know, engage in projects, obviously with the role that you're hired with, the team that you're hired into. But if you're interested in something else or might be, look out and ask for if there's any mini projects you can take advantage of because that ultimately is going to help you decide what you like and what you don't like. And those are going to be crucial experiences as you go through your career is really understanding who you are and what you really have a passion for doing. You know, that would definitely be my second piece of advice. Definitely. I totally agree with that. I think that you put that really well and that's really great advice. Natalie, what about you? For me, my advice to people looking for internships is to show, really convey how willing you are to learn. One of the things that I noticed with last summer was uh, when I was applying for the job, I had previously had app development experience. So last summer, it was more mobile app design as opposed to the web app stuff that I'm doing this summer. And I had worked on Android apps. I had worked on iOS apps. And I was like, I'm all set. I'm all good. I know how to do this. And then I got to Zebra and they're like, that's great that you know how to do it those two ways, but we're going to do it a completely different way. And I actually really enjoyed that. I have been very vocal about how much I love to learn new tools, new skills. And that's one of the things that actually really drew me to Zebra is Zebra has an education tool called the Zen, which is the Zebra Education Network. And what it is, is it lets you take free classes and courses on new skills and showing that I took those classes, I took those courses, and I was willing to grow and learn new skills besides the ones I already knew made a big difference. I think it drew a lot of attention um, from my team as they saw I was willing to use the skills I already made and learn whatever else to really go above and beyond in whatever task I am given. So I think if you make it clear how much you love to learn and how willing you are to do new skills, that makes a really big difference. Absolutely. I think, again, that was really great advice as well. So, Natalie, what would you tell people who must learn to work with geographically dispersed team members? I would say be open. Um, keep in mind that they're having a totally different perspective, either due to the time frame that they're working on. It's going to be a lot more later nights uh, that are during the day for them. But make sure you're able to communicate what you're working on and what you need, because you're not going to always get the chance to talk in person to those that are working overseas or uh, in a different country than you are. So learning to communicate what you need, what you're working on and your willingness to help them makes a huge difference. I think that's something that I, I carried from last summer that has made a big difference while I'm working with teammates who are uh, in India or other countries. For sure. And then Nicole, what about you? Yeah, so very similar to Natalie, what I wanted to mention was Zebra is very much a proponent of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And for me, you know, to be inclusive means to consider the time zone differences at which you're scheduling meetings with others, right? Some people are 12 hours ahead of you. Sometimes they might be three hours behind you. So being mindful of those different time zones will make you a more inclusive person, being a proponent of that as well. But, you know, working with different people from different countries all over the world, like Natalie said, they may 
know, there's a difference between Eastern cultures and Western cultures, and maybe the way one person communicates and interprets something is not the same as the next person. And so it's being open to having that open line of communication and being empathetic and being understanding and almost taking advantage of the opportunity to learn about different cultures. I've always wanted to travel, but my way to do it right now is actually to learn from other people who are currently living in those countries. So, you know, it's a fantastic opportunity to learn from your colleagues in different cultures over the world. I completely agree. And I think like you put it perfectly. I think that not just learning the perspectives of people who are working in the offices with me, just learning the other perspectives of the employees globally is just always super insightful for me as well. So last but not least, I'm curious if either of you have any tips or tricks that have helped you connect with the right people, contribute to brainstorms and projects, or otherwise just feel productive and heard each day. Nicole, if you want to start. Yep. So actually a huge reason of why I'm in the position I am today is last summer, I knew I had an interest in HR and I actually reached out to the early careers team here at Zebra and expressed my interest in HR. And they were able to connect me with opportunities to, like I said, once again, get my name out there, express my interest in this space. And that actually led to the early careers team inviting me to apply to this position because they knew I had a passion for it. And so to stay connected with the right people, I'm always looking at different org charts to identify teams or individuals on those teams that might be of interest to me, you know, reaching out to them and setting up one-on-one coffee chats to have exploratory conversations with them, you know, has enabled me to really grow my brand or awareness around my brand here at Zebra as well. But I try to take advantage, and I know Natalie does as well, you know, any opportunity that comes our way to contribute, whether it's a big or small impact, take advantage of it because it's going to get, you know, it's going to grow awareness around you as a professional and as a person. You know, it makes you feel very productive. It definitely makes me satisfied at the end of the day, knowing that I got to contribute in meaningful ways and get involved, whether it's at the intern events, like Natalie asks a lot of great questions on those calls. Or like I said, having those exploratory conversations, there's a lot of opportunity to feel productive and contribute in meaningful ways. It just takes the person to have that initiative to seek out those opportunities as well. Absolutely. And Natalie, would you like to finish it off? Yes, I'd love to. So I think that my biggest tip for building those connections and something I do every single time So uh, Zebra has a lot of events, like I mentioned, with the um, where we're getting the chance to hear from the people in the management positions, the executives on the company who have a big part in all that we do here at Zebra. And one thing I do every single meeting is I'll write down as I'm listening to them a question that I want to ask. And I'm very genuine where I do. I'm not just asking a question, ask one. I'm really putting a lot of thought and time and effort into the questions I'm asking. And with those, after I ask that question, I get my off, like wonderful response. I will craft up an, a little message to send to them via LinkedIn. So I'll connect with them on LinkedIn. I'll send them that message, thank them for their time. And if I'm curious about what they're doing or how I can help, I'll mention it in that little message. And just by doing that, you're not only building that connection, but kind of solidifying yourself as a person who is interested in learning more about both the company and the people who work there. 
And the fantastic part about that is I've just been able to reach out to these people and build more opportunities for myself. The biggest being, um, you know, when we were presented to about the volunteer opportunities at Zebra, I immediately reached out to uh, Natalie and I got a meeting with her and she connected me with more people who have direct experience, both working with FIRST Robotics, of which I am very passionate about, and STEM education for high schools in Chicago. So asking those questions, sending that quick message really makes a difference. And it's something I'm very proud of. I am building my connections with that. But honestly, that's a bonus. The intent for me is to really get to know that person, get to know how can I help Zebra. And that is huge. I think people really see that. They recognize that. And it's it's a bonus. Like It does look good. It does build connections. But I'm doing it because I genuinely care. And by doing that, it really comes across, I'd like to think. So make those connections, reach out to them, set up meetings, but make sure you're being genuine and being true to who you are as a person. Yeah, that's excellent. I think you both offered really great advice today. But to end it off, Natalie and Nicole, I just wanted to genuinely thank you so much for speaking with me today. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. This has been great. Yeah, of course. So I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. I know I learned a lot from our guests and hope all of you did as well. I encourage you to visit the Your Edge blog to hear more interesting stories from zebras all around the world and learn more about zebras' career and professional development opportunities. I'm Lauren Swanson, signing off for now.